Hello there, and thanks for joining me on the podcast today. The abortion industry and universities, particularly Christian colleges. That's my topic. You know, we are all well aware that abortion is a sacred cow for so many. People die to preserve it and to advance it and to make it part of the American uh, scene, make it, make it part of the American industry. And um, yet there are people who are divided on this and take the position that this is not to be, should not have become. It's wrong. It's something that is a painful price for people to pay. And our population in the world today is not quite evenly split, but pretty close to those that favor an abortion uh, presence and uh, industry to support it, and then those that are opposed to it. So it's an issue that has not been resolved and will not be resolved, by the way, in the near future. Our government is strongly, strongly opposed on this issue and divided on this issue, I should say. So what are we going to do? Well, one of the things we're going to do is educate ourselves a little bit more about it. We need to know about it a little bit more. So that's why I'm going to focus on this topic a little bit today and not overplay it up, but just bring some facts to your attention and help you understand kind of where we are today in the abortion process and industry. Now, last year, that's 2020, 354, 355,000 abortions were performed by Planned Parenthood. Now, there are other abortions that take place by other sources, but that's Planned Parenthood. Uh, that's 9,000 more than had been aborted the year earlier, 2020, 2019, 2019. So a some very significant increase in the amount of abortions just this past year. That brings it down to approximately 900 to 1,000 abortions per day that the Planned Parenthood industry is performing and is responsible for. So we have to kind of take a look at this industry. It's big. It's huge. So it draws our attention. It draws our concern. It ought to draw our concern. Anything that big, anything that powerful, anything that responsible for a thousand deaths per day. Now, we are all concerned about this COVID-19 kind of thing and how many deaths per day that that produces. And we are not, but we're not concerned about the abortion industry, how many it produces per day. Likewise, we're not really concerned about how many deaths per day as a result of alcohol or marijuana or driving under the influence or cancer or heart attacks or other kind of things. So we get all concerned about this COVID thing and the death it's producing. And it's an important issue, very important. But it should not be important to the exclusion of these other issues and these other ways in which people die. A thousand babies die per day just under the influence of and under the hands of Planned Parenthood. Now, it's important for us to... Um, kind of understand that one of the ways in which Planned Parenthood advances itself is to get on college campuses and establish a booth and talk to students and encourage them to utilize the services of Planned Parenthood. And many colleges do that. They set up these booths in these free speech areas. One of the other ways they do it is to get a university or a college to put on their website the address and the telephone number and the location of the nearest Planned Parenthood office near the university and encourage students to utilize that service should they become pregnant. In other words, 
using the university as an advertising tool for abortion. That's what Planned Parenthood does. And there are a number of universities who are allowing that to take place and who are encouraging that to take place. So we have to be careful that we uh, consider what takes place at the university campuses, and particularly the Christian college campuses. Now, a research study was recently done, and they looked at 800 Christian colleges across America. Now, 200 of them were Catholic universities or colleges, and 600 were evangelical Christian colleges and schools. 100 of them had a relationship with Planned Parenthood or in some way the abortion industry. So when you look at the um, impact, Planned Parenthood has made inroads to the college campus, to the university student, by putting their name and their address and their location and so on on the university website. So the university becomes an agent of Planned Parenthood, becomes an advertising agent of Planned Parenthood. Now, in reaction to that, I did something here last week. And others have done the same thing, I think. I sent a letter to 15 universities and colleges that I have either taught in or have had some relationship with over the years, or my family has had some relationship with over the years. And I just brought to the attention to these universities, to the president of these universities, to look at their website and see if they are advertising Planned Parenthood inadvertently, surreptitiously, or knowingly. I got one reply so far. Planned Parenthood is not on the website of that particular university. One reply out of my 15. Now, I don't imagine they're going to really reply to me. But I wanted the president of the university to face that issue. Is their school, is their school's website being used as an advertising means for Planned Parenthood? And if so... Do they really believe that way? Christian colleges now. Christian universities. So that's what you have to kind of look. Now, I would encourage you to do the same thing. You all have universities you've gone to. You all have universities with whom you have had associations. Just send a letter to the president and just say, as a parent of one of their students, you just want to make sure that their website, the school website, does not advertise and does not bring to the university's attention Planned Parenthood. That's all you have to do. It's kind of a one-sentence letter that you can send to the president. See what kind of response you get. I encourage you to do that. Okay? So that's where we are, Planned Parenthood. Now, in Ohio, I want to just kind of go into a little different direction here. And, you know, the state of Ohio just passed a, um, a bill. Uh, it's called the Unborn Child Dignity Act. Unborn Child Dignity Act. They passed it in at the very end of 2020. 
and they followed the pattern of Indiana, which had passed a similar bill a couple of years earlier. It was challenged. It was challenged at the Supreme Court level, and it was upheld by the Supreme Court. So there's really power in back of this action. Now we have Indiana and we have Ohio. And here's what they require. They require burial or cremation of aborted babies. Burial or cremation of aborted babies. Now, that was under the influence of Governor Mike DeWine of Ohio. Give him credit. Give him uh, kudos for this action as he looked into Planned Parenthood in the state of Ohio. And um, up to that point in time, the concern was is that aborted babies were being dumped into landfills. So that's what landfills were becoming, was the burial ground, so to speak, of aborted babies. So that this act, Unborn Child of Dignity Act, now requires burial or cremation. And it goes beyond that. Requires that abortion facilities document in the present in the pregnant woman's medical record the final disposition and determination made about that aborted baby. And the facility must maintain documentation demonstrating the date and the method of disposition of the fetus and how it was removed from the body of the mother. So, and it went on to say this, abortionists, these are the physicians that perform abortion, will have to sign off on a disposal statement of compliance. And if they fail to do so, this act ensures that doctors who do not meet that requirement of this law are penalized under the law. So, thanks to Ohio. Thanks to Indiana for leading the way here. And the encouragement is now for other states to do the same thing. So here's another letter you can write. Write a letter to your legislator. Write a letter to your governor saying, please, please, do the same thing that was done in Indiana and do the same thing that was done in Ohio. In our state, whatever state you're in, please draft and pass and sign an Unborn Child Dignity Act and do so now. That would be a great activity for you. If you're concerned about this issue, if you're concerned about political influence, if you're concerned about having some influence upon the government under which you live and the state in which you live, and you want to see some changes in, in your government, and you want to see some change regarding abortions, I mean, if you're, if you're concerned about this, if you want to hear something you can do, write to universities in your area, particularly Christian universities, and just ask them not to put Prime Parenthood on their website. And then number two, write legislators and say, please pass an Indiana-Ohio form of abortion treatment of the aborted baby using the Unborn Child Dignity Act as a model, as an example. So there you are. That's what I encourage. And um, get your plan, your paper, and get to work. We have to take responsibility for social action. 
We can't just sit back and be upset over what is going on in our world today. This is only this is only one issue. There are many, many, many issues. Get your pen and paper on and start writing and keep writing and send notes so that people in authority, people under leadership, people under places of influence hear from you and know what you think. Influence them. Hey, by the way, there's a difference between person of leadership and a person of influence. A lot of people have influence. They don't lead. A lot of people have lead, but they don't really have influence. They lead you down a garden path that's the wrong path to go on. But it's really the other way around. You want a leader who has influence and leadership ability and leads our country and leads your state and leads your city in a direction that's God-honoring and that is full of dignity, full of human dignity all the way. Hey, bye for now.